0: Welcome to the Picture Book Look Podcast. I'm Kim Chafee. And I'm Kirsty Call. Together we'll share some of our favorite picture books and chat with their creators to explore the journey from story idea to bookshelf. We'd love you to join us as we take a picture book look. You have one chance to make an impression with your picture book. The complete picture book
1: submission system will help ensure yours stands out above the rest. Created by New York Times bestselling author, Emma Walton Hamilton, and 12 by 12 picture book challenge founder, Julie Headland, this system provides an easy to follow, step-by-step foolproof process.
0: No more fear, no more guesswork, no more reinventing the
1: wheel each time you submit a new manuscript. To get their seven-step submission checklist, visit picturebooksubmissions.com today. Feeling stuck in your creative journey? Needing to change your narrative? Everything you want is possible.
0: As a therapist-trained life coach for
1: creatives,
0: I'm excited to help authors like you create clarity and build self-confidence so you can achieve your dreams.
1: Kirsty can help you get the drama out of your life and into your art. Visit Kirstencall.com. That's K-I-R-S-T-I-N-E-C-A-L-L. Dot .com and register for a free consultation today. Hooray! I can't wait for us to work together to get you where you want to be.
0: Hey Kim. Hey Kirsty.
1: Today's book is sure to be a winner. It sure is. <laughs> the Big Beach Cleanup by Charlotte Offsay and Katie Hughes tells the story about a little girl named Cora who is so excited to participate in the sandcastle contest at her local beach. But she's disappointed when the contest is canceled because the beach is filled with litter and plastic.
0: I love how one child inspires the entire community to clean up. We're delighted to speak with Charlotte, Katie, and their editor, Christina Pullis, about the creative process behind the Big Beach Cleanup. Let's get started.
1: Okay, Charlotte, we're going to start with you. I think we've all seen the pictures of the massive amounts of plastic and trash that's polluting our oceans. Can you tell us where the inspiration for this story came from? Sure, absolutely. So, at first, I wanted to write
2: a story about little hands joining together to make big change. I really believe that if enough hands join together, we can change the world. I also really wanted to write a story at the time to show my children that they didn't need to be superheroes to make a difference. My four-year-old son is obsessed with superheroes, and it was really important to me to show them that if they just did their part and joined hands with those around them, that they could make change. But I struggled to find my way into the story and wrote... number of different drafts that didn't feel quite right and it wasn't until one time when i was walking home with my children from school and there was some trash on the street in the way and i stopped and picked it up and threw it in the trash can and they had tons of questions they wanted to know what are you doing? Why? How did it get there? And so it just kind of sparked all these big environmental conversations with them around pollution and how trash ends up on the streets and what's the storm drain and where do those drains travel to? And then what happens if it ends up on the beach? And this big conversation clicked everything for me. And I realized my way into the story. And then I went home and wrote the first draft of what would eventually become the big beach cleanup. I love it. Wow. (laughs) That's great.
0: So Christina, what was it about this story that made you want to acquire it?
3: I had worked with Charlotte before through the great writing workshop, Inked Voices. And so I knew already that I liked her writing. And I'd seen a couple stories from her that had this sort of helping others theme, which really resonated with me. And I'm interested in books about environmental justice. I think the market is only going to keep growing. And I loved that this story showed that a child could take initiative and do something herself and start out small, but create a movement. I think it's kind of modeling something for children that is so important and teaching them about what's going on in their world. I think we're only going to see more books about this. And I really liked this take on it.
0: I agree. Did a really good job making it a beautiful book. So what was the illustrator selection process like for you, Christina?
3: You know, Katie's worked with our designer. Our designers, you know, go through and and try to find people they think will fit with this story. And we knew we wanted it to be bright and have a lightness to it that could make kids get excited about it. And Katie's work is just stunning in that way. You just created this little world of people. There's one page where among the shops and it's just such a strong representation of a town. So I think we knew pretty quickly that Katie was the right illustrator for this one.
1: Perfect. Katie, what was it about this
4: story that made you want to say yes to working on it? I was just like, wow, this is exactly the book that I want to work on. The title just grabbed me because something that I'm really passionate about is looking after our beaches, cleaning up the ocean. Straight away, I was like, yes, I really want to illustrate this. And then I actually read the text and I loved the story. And I was just really excited to be able to work on it.
1: <laughs> That's great. So it was the title, like, no, yep, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See the I'm title? I don't in. even need to read this manuscript. <laughs> I'm in. Let's do <laughs> it. I love that. Yeah. I love that too. So Charlotte, can you
0: give us a look into your writing process
2: for this story? Well, at first I struggled to find my way in and I was actually trying to write it as a concept book and it just wasn't working. And then once my children and I had that conversation and everything sort of clicked. I went home and wrote the story, but it still wasn't working. And it felt a little bit didactic at first, and it was really missing the fun. And so my writing process always is going back and forth with my critique partners. And for this one, they were really helpful in helping me dream up that element that kids would connect to and create a character that they could root for and, you know, see themselves in. And so you know, we went back and forth a number of times and came up with the sandcastle Castle competition. And from there, I reached out to ocean advocacy experts. I wanted to make sure the story itself was accurate. And they responded and have been amazing in helping me fact check everything. And then from there, I needed some fresh eyes. I wonderful critique partners had seen it so many times. I think it's important when you've been going back and forth and working on a story for a while to get some new eyes on a project. And I heard about this Inked Voices workshop with Christina. As she mentioned, I'd worked with her before and I knew her feedback would be invaluable on this manuscript. And so I took that workshop and I got her perspective and the people in the workshop helped me kind of see that the ending needed a little tweaking. So I made some changes, then went back and forth with my agent, and then we sent it out.
1: Wow. That's great. So Christina, can you talk to us a little bit about what the editing process was like? We had worked on it
3: before. You know, When her agent sent me the revision, it kind of addressed a lot of the things we had talked about in our workshop. But I know that we were tweaking it a little bit. And something that we played with was the title after that, because it was originally more focused on the hands, how many hands. Was the title, which I think is a great title, and it fits with the book. But we wanted to have something that was a little more blatant, and so that's where we came up with the big beach cleanup. Other than that, it was a lot of just little line editing tweaks. And you know, in the workshop, we had focused on setting up some conflict for Cora, having a neighbor not respond to her efforts, and I think that's important to show that that's realistic, that might happen. But Charlotte had already tackled all that.
0: I love that. (laughs) So, Katie, we are in love with the cover of this book. It's beautiful. It's eye-catching. Can you give us a look into your illustrative process for the story?
4: Oh, thank you. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so the process, I guess, is pretty collaborative in terms of working with the designer. So I was working with Afi, who I have worked with before, she had some ideas initially about how the characters could look. So we chatted quite a bit about that and did some sketches sort of back and forth, settled on how Cora was going to look. And then that kind of meant we could move ahead with the cover design. I think it kept coming up that the cover should be bright and the colour palette throughout should be kind of bright and bold. So spent a bit of time thinking about colour. Also, I was quite inspired by some of my local beaches going down to like the sand dunes and things like that which was quite funny to them find out actually that Charlotte's family in the UK she has some family quite near where I live so I was thinking oh I wonder if maybe they've been to this beach so Quite a bit of time spent in that kind of development and then moving into sketches. I work digitally, so the colour artwork was digital using Photoshop, but I also scan in textures, sort of things that I find, and also textures that I make as well. So bits of mono printing and things like that. Oh, that's so fun. <laughs> I have a lot of fun drawing outdoors. Nature scenes so, and the sea. Like, I love drawing the ocean. So it's like a dream project. Definitely. Absolutely.
0: So, we have one last question for everyone. And let's start with you, Katie. When someone reads this special book, what do you hope they feel or learn?
4: That they would come away feeling inspired. That obviously the book is about ocean plastics, but actually, I guess that people could take away the fact that they're not kind of too small or too young to make a difference in their community and their own kind of passions and circumstances, whatever that might be. That's
1: powerful. Thank you.
4: Absolutely.
1: How about you, Christina? When someone reads The Big Beach Cleanup, what do you hope they feel or learn? I hope that they
3: feel motivated and feel confident that they can make a difference on their own. You know, I think the climate crisis is a a huge problem. And I do think much of the responsibility falls on government and large corporations, but the average person can make change too. And and an average kid can make change too. And I think that's what Charlotte's story does so well is show that. I hope kids come away thinking like, I can do something like that too.
2: Absolutely.
0: How about you, Charlotte? What do you hope someone feels or learns?
2: I mean, first and foremost, I just hope that they enjoy the story and Katie's beautiful artwork. I mean, reading with my kids, we tend to read for an hour before bed every night, and my favorite part of my day, and just to think of other people doing that with their kids just warms my heart. I hope that they're inspired, and they're inspired to help with the ocean, but also anything that's important to them, that they realize that if they identify something that isn't working, that they can join hands with those around them and that change happen. A big
0: thank you to Charlotte, Katie, and Christina for joining us today and giving us a look into the creative process for the Big Beach Cleanup. Check out the show notes to learn more about Charlotte and Katie and their other fabulous books. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss an episode, and we would love it if you would leave a review. Thanks for listening, and happy looking! looking. Picture Book Look is produced by Kirstie Call and Kim Chafee. Music by James Call.